Welcome, everyone, to another episode of the Dynamic Thriving Podcast. I am your host, Mary Ann Pack, author, publisher, and joy advocate, and guiding you into all things life transformational. And in this series, we are interviewing people who have become authors, um, maybe multiple times, multiple times. Um, but it's sharing not only their work and their book, it's also talking about, we're also talking about what it meant to them to go through the process of writing and what they learned and what they experienced and how it was for them to write their book and put it out into the world. So today my guest is Pamela Plick. Welcome, Pamela. I am so happy that you've joined me. Oh, thank you so much, Marianne. I'm so excited to be here with you. Yes, yes, yes. And uh, Pamela's company is Pamela Plick Wealth Management. Uh, so that kind of gives you an idea of maybe where we're going with her book today. And her book is called Rise to Your Money Power. So um, tell us uh, who Pamela Plick is and what good you bring into the world. Okay, well, thank you. Um, I am a speaker, best-selling author, uh, show host, and um, founder and CEO of Pamela Plick Wealth Management. And I am on a mission to empower women to confidently build wealth from the inside out. And I really feel called to do this work because um, I, what I know is when we as women can take the fear out of building financial freedom, that allows us to bring our unique gifts into the world in ways that make the greatest impact. And I just love being able to support women in that. I love that. I think we as women definitely need that help with um, creating and building and holding and being generous with and, you know, all of that in, in regards to money and our abundance. And do you find too that sometimes women have a difficulty with worthiness in that? We do. Um, you know, I think a lot of it has to do with um, how we are race culturally, mm -hmm. you know, because um, women traditionally are the caregivers, we're the nurturers, you know, we have a tendency to take care of everyone else before we can take care of ourselves. Mm -hmm. And um, as a result, sometimes we feel that, um, you know, we, we're not, um, we, we shouldn't focus on what we want, that it's selfish to think about what it is we want and putting ourselves first. But I want to say that it's not selfish, it's self-full. And that's that's a word that Yala Van Zandt um, came up with. But, you know, it's so true. We think about that, you know, that we want to take care of everyone else, mm -hmm. you know. But, um, you know, I think we were talking uh, before about um, the analogy of being on an airplane, right? When, if you're traveling with a child or someone else that's dependent upon you, you know, you're listening to the 
the safety, the safety spiel, right? Mm -hmm. And what's the first thing they tell you? If the cabin pressure drops, then you put your oxygen mask on first, then you put on your child's oxygen mask because if you have to take care of yourself first to be able to take care of um, anyone else that might um, might that you might be um, uh, taking you know taking mm -hmm. care of, and so a lot of times we struggle with that. Yeah, you know we think and we think we're not necessarily good enough. You know, and it's interesting too. I don't hear men um, talking a lot about the imposter syndrome. You know, but we as women, a lot of times we do suffer from that. We think we're not good enough or maybe we don't belong in that certain room or we don't, you know, we maybe we can't make money doing what we love to do. And I think it's just so important that we overcome and shift that those limiting beliefs and know that we are worthy, you know, especially, mm -hmm. you know, if we're a purpose-driven woman, we're spiritual, spiritual, you know, we want to live an abundant life. And part mm -hmm. of abundance is prosperity, yes. right? Because the more uh, money we make, the more good we can do in the world. Now, money may not be our um, primary motivating factor, but um, and you don't have to keep it if you make it, <laughs> you know, you can give it away, right, to family, friends, or those causes that you're passionate about. So it's so important, you know, that as women that we know our worth, you know, our mm -hmm. self-worth. Absolutely. <laughs> I was thinking about that. You were talking about that. And I was thinking how I was raised in the conservative church that I was raised in and the teaching around women and what they could and couldn't do, mm -hmm. couldn't be or, you know, and the, the teaching that always ran in our family through the learning in the church um, was that, you know, mommies don't make money. Only daddies make money and mommies just stay home and take care of children and the home and the daddy. And so that was a very powerful message that I, to this day, I'm still releasing. I find moments where I, you know, it's that, who am I to want to be out there in the world and working or doing or making money, you know? So anyway, I've jumped ahead because I wanted to introduce <laughs> your book, The Rise to Your Money Power. So um, tell us about your book and and how that came about. Sure. Um, and the book, um, I'm sure you can see it in the background, but it's it Rise to Your Money Power, a step-by-step -step guide to building an empowered relationship with money. And the way, the reason the book came about is, um, you know, I've been in the financial services industry for over 30 years. Mm -hmm. And... Um, I've worked with hundreds of women. Um, I started out on, you know, with as a financial planner, you know, um, well, investment advisor first, but then I decided I really wanted to help women create financial plans, you know, to get them from where they are now to where they want to be long term. So I 
got the education and certification and all of that designation to become a certified financial planner um, practitioner. And when I, I came across so many women who were not ready to take that inspired action mm. to create the financial plan because it was something in their relationship with money that needed to be healed or beliefs that needed to be shift, shifted. Yeah. And so as a result of you know the, my 30 years of experience, um, also my own money journey, um, I knew that I, I really wanted to get the message out. I never originally thought of myself as an author, <laughs> which, is, which is interesting, but I co-authored four books and then finally wrote my own individual book. Um, but I knew I had a message that I wanted to, to bring to the world. And so that was really how, um, how the book came about and my motivation. Uh, for writing it. Yeah. And I, I tend to say our mess is our message. And usually what we've gone through or something we've dealt with and come out the other side in healing mm -hmm. that can tend to be that healing part of it tends to be our message that we carry through. So was this wrapped around kind of in your mess to message? Um, did you kind of go through that financial experience, learning, having to learn to present it to others? I did actually. Um, and my um, mess to message, <laughs> actually it started um, with my divorce. Um, uh, I married young, married for love and everything was planned except the divorce. And so um, my uh, husband and I divorced at, by the time my son was two. Now, I did not plan to be the primary caregiver, or not caregiver, but caregiver as well as the primary breadwinner, you know, for my family. Now, I had a great job. Um, you know, I just got an, uh, a wonderful entry-level job in banking. And, um, but I did not know about investing and you know, uh, financial planning. I knew how to save, but didn't know what went into building financial security. And so um, there were a lot of emotions too that I had to work, that I had to work through. You know, I had to uh, practice uh, forgiveness, right? Um, because, and also you're talking about this, we talked about this worth, self-worth. I had to overcome the feeling that, well, maybe I'm not, um, worthy of, of the kind of life that I wanted to, I want to have. Right. Mm -hmm. And so I, you know, I had to let go of all of that, you know, so that, um, so that I could confidently move forward. And, um, it's interesting because I had a successful career and, um, I, as I moved up the corporate ladder, you know, it came at a cost. The cost was the not being able to spend as much time as I wanted with my son, you know? And so I really, not only that, but I worked more of the beliefs too that I had to get let go of was that I really worked, I had to work really, really hard mm -hmm. to get ahead. 
And I did. I worked really, really, <laughs> really hard. But, you know, we're talking about growing up and that's really um, what was modeled for us. Now, my mom was a stay at home mom growing up, but my dad was he was a career military man. And I watched him in terms of how his work ethic, you know, he worked really, really hard. So I thought, okay, that's what I need to do. But after doing that and, and having a successful career, I came to the conclusion that, um, you know, there was something missing. I was burned out, first of all, from working so hard. And, um, and I knew that I wasn't meant to be in corporate America you know, my entire, for the, from the, my entire life. And so I stepped into more education, got, you know, as I mentioned, got the certification and professional designation as a certified financial planner and decided that really what I want to do was to help more women um, so that they are, they understand, or they, benefit from my journey, yeah. you know, and the expertise that I gained along the way. So today, you know, I have a wonderful practice that I love working with clients that I love. Um, and I have the time freedom, not only the time freedom to spend time with my son and I have a beautiful daughter-in-law now too, um, but also to be able to do the things that I love and to support the causes that that I'm passionate about. Yeah. And so that really um, was my story, but the, the divorce was kind of a rude, <laughs> a rude awakening, but it, it, it turned out that um, it really propelled me, you know, into what I feel that I'm called to do right. today. So, so when, when did you write this book? When was it published? In January of 2000, uh, 2000, actually, 2020. I'm sorry, 2020. 2020. So just, uh -huh. uh, yeah, just a little over three years ago. So what was it about that timing that seemed like it was right? It sounded like you already had, you know, you had co-authored several books. So was it like you were in chapters, like an anthology? Um Yes, it was. Mm -hmm. Okay. So that was your foray into becoming an author that you took the opportunity to have a chapter in a book in an anthology book. So um, that kind of was like you're touching your toe in the water of <laughs> the world of publishing authorship. So when you wrote Rise to Your Money Power, what, what was that timing? Why was it that time? seemed to be like the perfect time for you to write it? Um, it? A couple of reasons. Actually, I had signed the contract with the publisher before I co-authored the other books. <laughs> so oh, I kind of signed the contract and I kind of put it away, you know, because I, you know, I had the misconception that it would be so difficult, you know, to finish mm -hmm. writing this book. Um, but I felt like, um, you know, now is the time because, you know, uh, there's so much going on in the world and, um, and I felt like, you know, it was really the right time to get my message, my personal message out, mm. um, 
And I just made the decision that I was going to focus, focus in and get my, although I'd already had the content. So it wasn't about that I didn't know what to write about. I had the, all the content, just really take it, taking the time, you know, to sit down and organize it um, yeah. and to, um, to bring it to the world. Cause I felt that, you know, with my message and what I wanted to accomplish in getting my message out, that was just the perfect, perfect timing for it. Yes. Yeah. Yes. And I would think it probably did fall at the perfect time because, you know, having gone that 2019 and then into 2020 with the pandemic and all, um, I would think so many more people were probably jumping ship from corporate and saying the staying at home stuff kind of is working for me. And maybe I want to step out and start my own business and they need that financial information that you're giving in this book. So I, I would think that, that that definitely was a sourced timing, um, you know, you following that. So, um, so what were some of the gifts? I call them gifts that we receive. You know, when we go through the process of writing, and like you said, you had the material. And there's, there's training that I do in Repurpose and Publish Planner that helps people, coaches and therapists and different people that have content they already had. It's just putting it in some semblance of order so that it flows into a book. So we talked earlier off screen about it being actually easier than <laughs> it really it, it, it appears sometime, you know, we have this idea of the author sitting hunched over their computer, you know, uh, with a cold cup of coffee sitting there because they've spent so many hours upon hours of working on something. And it's like pulling out, you know, you're having to pull it out. But when it's in flow and it's sourced and it's um, it's being called through you, it's a totally different experience. So what were some of the gifts that you received as this, as this progress, as this uh, progressed through you writing and then publishing the book? And then even after when you launched it, the feelings, the feelings that you experienced um, during that time, some of those gifts. Yeah. Um, you know, I want to, uh, you know, first of all, I want to say too, you know, one of the things that, um, that we as women have a hard time with is asking for support. Yes. And um, one of the gifts that I received was really, I accepted support. You know, although I had all of the content, I did have a writing coach that yes. kind of helped me mm -hmm. in terms of gaining even more clarity. And like I said, I had the publisher, you know, um, to publish, publish the book. Um, but in terms of going through the content and actually um, structuring and writing the book, it it really gave me more clarity and insight on what I what I really wanted to focus on in my work mm -hmm. and who I wanted to help and how I wanted to help them. Um, 
And I just, I love that. It just gave me more clarity and insight. And even into my financial uh, journey, you know, there were some epiphanies that came up that I hadn't thought about, um, you know, when I'd outlined the book, but then I'm like, oh, I remember, I had this memory, you know, um, and I, and I, I want to share one memory um, is that um, my, my grandmother, who I love dearly, um, and we, we lost her um, two years ago uh, at 99. And um, at the age of, I think I was probably 11 or 12, she opened a savings account for me. Now she did that for all of the grandchildren, but for me, it was so meaningful that, you know, back then they had, we had the little passbooks where, yeah. you know, you go in and they stamp, stamp your deposit and write it, <laughs> write it in. Yep. And I was so excited to have this savings account that had my name on it. And what I did was every time I got money, whether um, you know, it's birthday money or gifts or whatever. And when I was old enough to be to uh, to work, I would deposit money into my savings account. <laughs> it felt so good to have my own money. Mm-hmm. And by the time um, I was ready to buy my first car, I actually had enough in the savings account to put the down payment on the car. Mm-hmm. And so that was so meaningful to me. And to this day, <laughs> I I love having my own money, <laughs> my own money, you know, and so um so memories, you know, that that came up, you know, um and clarity around, oh, these were some of the beliefs that you had, you know, that well that I had growing up. And this is what was modeled for me, you know, and I just love that. Um, mm-hmm. It was a wonderful eye-opening experience. And once the book was published, I felt really this sense of accomplishment that I finally got my message out, you know, and um, there's an uh, another a quote that I love, and I believe it was from Dr. Wayne Dyer said it. He said, don't die with your music still in you. And so that's just something that I, that has resonated with me. You know, if I have something I want to say, you know, I feel, feel like I, I want to, (laughs) I'm going to say it. (laughs) Yes. And then once, you know, the book, the publisher, um, you know, published the book, it, became an Amazon bestseller. And Mm -hmm. I was just so excited, so humbled, you know, and even looking at the response, responses, uh, reviews from um, those that that purchased the book, it just really um, was so rewarding that my message resonated. And, um, And that's really, you know, how I felt just very humbled and very grateful um, mm. and very fulfilled, you know, that, that my message resonated. Yes. Yes. Yeah, so how do you use the book in support of what you're doing? How do you um, 
Do you support clients by having them go through the book? Um, you know, what is it provided for you? Has it opened up paths of speaking for in for other groups? Um, I know you talked about having a, a talk show, a TV show. Um, so what is it by writing and publishing this book? What is it brought? How has it increased or or expanded your business? How are you using it within your business to support um, your audience, your clients? Sure. Um, well, you mentioned my my talk show. I do. I have a um, a weekly talk show on the WinWinWomen.tv network, um, and it's also now it's streamed on uh, Roku, Amazon Fire, as well as um, Apple TV. And um, the name of my show is Rise to Your Money Power. Um, and it's based on my book, you know. So the topics that we talk about are topics that are um, uh, topics to empower women around their relationship with money. Honest, we have honest conversations about how to um, empower themselves around money. And, um, so that's one way, you know, and I do um, provide training, you know, based on the book. Um, I also share it, you know, if there's someone that I think would, you know, resonate with them or get value um, out of the message, then um, sometimes I give the book to them, you know, especially if they're not quite ready um, to work with me, right. you know, in one of my programs or, or take advantage of my services. Um, so I do that, you know, um, do that as well. Um, variety of ways, um, you know, that I, that I use the book. Mm -hmm. I, I love that. I love that your show is actually based on the principles of your book. Mm -hmm. That's, that's, that's excellent. Um, so now I know they can get your book on your website, um, PamelaPlick.com forward slash books. So do you want to mention anything about how they can get it or anything in particular? Uh, well, sure. Thank you. Um, if you just go to PamelaPlick.com forward slash books, um, the description of the book is there. And um, the link to purchase it, it is on, on Amazon um, as well as Barnes and Noble. But um, the, and also I have a complimentary um, workbook that goes along with the book. So if you purchase the book, you come back and, you know, uh, put your information in and you can get the, the workbook as well. Mm. And so it's on, it's on my site. So is it directly on your Pamela Plick side or is it under this book section? Do you know? The If you go to the, the PamelaPlick.com forward slash books, that is a page on my website. Right. So yeah. this is her main website. That's my website. Mm -hmm. and you, you can get to the book from there as well. Just, you know, oh. you go down the menu and it, um, it says, books, <laughs> books. Um, but, you know, take, you know, go to PamelaPlick.com and, you know, take a look at some of the other resources that I have that, you know, that mm -hmm. will help 
in terms of moving forward on your financial journey. Um, but the book to get directly to the book is um, PamelaPlick.com forward slash books. Very good. Very good. And all of these uh, links and some more of hers will also be in the show notes for your convenience. So um, yeah. no worries and, there. Yeah. And I want to mention one other thing. Although the book um, is written for women, mm -hmm. men can get value from these principles as well. And I also wrote that in the book too, because I want to make sure that men, you know, that, you know, you, um, you can gain value as well. Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. Thank you so much, Pamela, for sharing this beautiful work that you're in and, and expanding. I heard one time that, um, and I can't remember who said it. So otherwise I would give the credit but she said, you know, um, money loves women. We, you know, women love money, but money loves women. Mm -hmm. Because when women have money, it was like we talked about earlier, like you mentioned, that we tend to expand and give it and expand the economy when we purchase things or when we share the gifts generously with others that... Uh, you know, to me, we're expanding the energy of the world. And women are so good at doing that when they have money. So money definitely loves women. Um, and uh, um, I'm so happy that you're in this work and you are openly and um, out there sharing these principles of finance, financial freedom, because we didn't learn. I didn't learn it. That is for sure. I got the totally opposite message. So it's taken me many years to unlearn and then relearn. And I am still in that process. Um, and so I'm, I'm so thankful that you were my guest today. And just as a reminder, you know, when you are looking for being in, you want to become an author. Like Pamela said, it's not as difficult. Many of us already have much of the material, of the content that we already know. Um, or you have an idea or you just have this calling. You feel like a book is being called through you. And that's how it is uh, when we're heart-centered um, entrepreneurs. Um, the books call are called through us because there's someone else out there calling to our soul. Someone else's soul is calling. I need this. You have it. Please present it to me. And um, books are such a great way to share our mess becoming our message. And um, it's easy. It doesn't have to be difficult. As Pamela said, also, you know, writing coaches. That's why I offer people to be able to develop their manuscript even before we go into the publishing contract. Because many times working through that will take some time because we are going, it, it, it is part of that mess to message. Um, there are things that we heal. There are aha moments. There are epiphanies like Pamela talked about when she went through the material she already had produced, but she was reawakened to some of the principles and the memories that stirred her to initially write the book in the first place. 
So be sure and contact me on EnvisionGreatness.com website is uh, for our press. And there on the first page, if you scroll down, there's a explore publishing call with me. It is a complimentary call. We'll get on the phone, talk about what you're thinking about, the ideas that you have, where you feel like you're going with a book. And um, and maybe you want to just be in a chapter in, in an anthology project first. Um, that's the, what we do with what we did with Unmuted Voices back there. Twelve additional authors and I put together um, Unmuted Voices. So it was our stories about unmuting our voices and the aha moments and the I call it light bulb in the soul moments that these authors experienced during the podcast and writing the book together um, and the camaraderie and the oneness and the community that we developed changed our lives forever. I just can't believe how many stories these women have told me about how it was such a profound impact on their lives uh, by writing a chapter in a book and um, how their lives have changed. Relationships have changed. Business has changed. Uh, they discovered new things about themselves that they thought they had healed. And now they're coming out with something even more glorious. So be sure you get a hold of me at EnvisionGreatness.com because if there's a book being called through you, I want to help you get that out into the world. So thank you, Pamela. Again, I appreciate you. Um, uh, do you have any parting words of wisdom you would like to share with our audience? <laughs> um, yes. Thank you so much again, um, Marianne. It's wonderful to, to be here. And I just want to leave, um, leave the listeners with this closing thought. Um, now is the time for women to embrace their money power because mm -hmm. it's, it is the gateway to creating forward, confident movement. Mm -hmm. And I really believe that, um, that when we can take the fear, again, like I said earlier, take the fear out of building financial freedom, that frees us up to be able to bring those unique gifts into the world and do the work that we feel we're called to do. Absolutely. Absolutely. Thank you again, Pamela. I so appreciate you. And remember everyone, you are joy looking for a way to express. And part of that expression may be authoring a book. And if so, get a hold of me. Um, we love you all. Thank you again. We'll talk to you next time. <laughs>